How many times have you decided to start a new habit with excitement and motivation just to slowly see it fade away after just a few weeks? I've surely done that and I bet you have too. The problem is not that you're not driven enough or can't make it work. It's usually how you go about the habit formation. Now it's August and it's time to set the stage for the second part of this year. Many of us are back in business after summer vacation and schools are starting again. August brings a feeling of a fresh start. It's almost like New Year's. And it's actually the perfect time to also start a new habit, to nail those ambitious goals that you have. That's why I want to dedicate this episode to one of the most crucial aspects of personal growth and well-being, creating habits that last. Some of the tips and tricks might also be unexpected to you. Find the show notes and other resources at sophiafonselsing.com slash podcast. You're listening to Unleash the Badass Within by me, Sophia von Selsing, international coach and well-being specialist. I support high-achieving women leaders to reduce stress and build greater capacity to increase their presence and advance their careers. Hi, ladies. What comes to mind when you think of the word habits? Is it fun and inspiring or just boring and unmotivating? The more I nerd out on well-being, psychology, performance, brain science and personal development, the more possibilities and potential I see in the word habit. And I also realize that habits have less to do with goal setting and more to do with who you want to be in this world. Because when you connect habits with the person you want to become, it automatically adds intrinsic motivation, like inner motivation, and meaning to the things you want to do. This is applicable both in your career as well as in the rest of your life. There are so many books out there on habit formation, but I put together a list inspired by the best-selling book Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is excellent. Before I go into some ways of building habits, it's good to understand how habits work. A habit is a behavior that you've done so many times that it becomes automatic. And the process of building a habit can be divided into four simple steps, which create a loop. The first is the cue, which triggers a habit. Then there's the craving, which is a motivational force that makes you take action. These can be belonging, safety, love, comfort, relief, achievement, etc. And then third is the response. It's the action you take in response to the cue and the craving. And finally, the reward. is the positive outcome you get from completing the habit. Here's an example of what you could call a bad habit, or at least a not-so-productive one. The cue. You hit a block on a project at work. The craving. You feel stuck and want to relieve your frustration. The response is that you pull out your phone and you check Instagram. The reward is that you actually do satisfy the craving to feel relieved, but then checking social media becomes associated with feeling stalled at work. 
This is definitely one of my bad habits that I want to break. Here's an example of a good habit. You hit the block on a project, the same one. You feel stuck, you want to relieve your frustration, and you also want to get unblocked. The response could instead be, you go out for a walk. The reward is that you can think better thanks to the fresh air and the movement, and your creative juices starts to flow. So as you can see, both the good and the bad habits are triggered by these cues, and then reinforced until they become automatic. So here are eight principles to build good habits. Number one, think about who you want to be. To give some examples, say that you want to have some ways to reduce stress. And you might be saying, oh, I have to start meditating. Then you can ask yourself, who do I want to be instead? Maybe you realize that you want to be a strong leader, you want to be a present and a calm mom. And then, yes, meditation is definitely for you, and you need to create a habit around that. Or say that you want to be a confident and inspiring speaker and workshop facilitator. Then habits supporting that will obviously be practicing speaking in front of people, getting feedback, recording yourself, etc. So you can see that the actions or habits that you do they kind of cast a vote for the person you want to become. To think in this way is so much more effective and personal. And I often ask this question to my clients, who do you want to be? Because the women that work with me usually want to make changes. That's why they hire me. But changes can be hard. And that's why it's important to find the motivation to do so and to have the support. Number two is to identify the keystone habits. So keystone habits are these powerful activities that when you practice them consistently, they create a ripple effect on other areas of your life. For instance, regular exercise not only improves your physical health, but also enhances your focus, your productivity and your emotional well-being. And sleeping better will do the same and also improve, you know, your performance and your happiness. So take a moment to think about which keystone habits that align with your long-term goals and values. Because these habits will become the foundation for your health and growth and success. And if you want to hear an example of this, you can go back to episode number nine on sleep and how changing a few habits drastically helped one of my clients with her stress, her anxiety and her sleep which really improved both her performance and her leadership. I will drop a link in the show notes. Then step number three is to start small and be specific. As high achievers, I know that you set ambitious targets. And aiming high is awesome, but it's also important to start small and be specific when it comes to forming new habits. So instead of saying, oh, I just need to exercise more, you can break it down into specific actions like I will walk 15 minutes every morning after breakfast. Starting small builds momentum and it would also reduce the resistance. James Clear, he says, make it easy to do right and hard to go wrong. Number four, create an environment that supports your habits. Our environment really plays a significant role in shaping our behavior. To ensure that your habits thrive, design an environment that supports them. This can be with a community or a coach or just by your physical environment. So if you want to read more, for example, make sure you keep a book 
by your side, like at your desk, by your bedside table, in your kitchen, just to see it as often as you can so you pick up the book instead of, for example, your phone. If you wish to eat healthier, stock your kitchen with nutritious food. Because by making your desired habits easier and available, you're more likely to follow through. And the best environment I have found to stick to habits is by working with a coach because they keep me accountable and remind me of who I want to be in this world. Then number five is to stack habits for success. Habit stacking is an excellent way to link new habits to existing ones. So by identifying a current habit, so a habit you already have, and stack the new one on top of it. For example, if you want to meditate daily, you could stack it to after brushing your teeth. So you have one habit that you already do, and then you stack the new one to that. Because then the old one becomes the cue, the reminder to do the new habit. And it makes it easier to incorporate the new one. Number six is track your progress. I know you're probably very data-driven at work, so tracking progress is second nature to you. You can apply the same principle to your personal growth. So keep a habit tracker or a journal, something that would just monitor your daily actions. Because seeing this progress can be very motivating and reinforce your commitment to sticking with the habit. And then number seven, celebrate your achievements and your streaks. Because as you continue your habits day after day, the streak becomes a powerful motivator to keep going. You know, you don't want to break the streak. So even if you can't do the whole thing you had planned, make the scope smaller to stay consistent. This will boost your confidence and also reinforce the identity of the person you aspire to be. And then the last one, number eight, is be kind to yourself. In this process... Remember that you are human, you are doing great. Even if you fall off the horse, which we all do, we get to hop up again. I know that you're probably self-critical and you beat yourself up if you fail, but practice self-compassion in this and remember that every day is an opportunity to start over. And it is this consistent small actions that over time lead to incredible transformations. Supporting my clients to implement habits to improve their performance, their leadership and their health is something I do on a daily basis. So if you are curious about working together, head over to my website, sofiafonselsing.com and find the work with me pages. I would love to talk to you. Until next time, take care of yourself and go be a badass. Thanks for listening today. If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with other women leaders. Remember that you are awesome.